All right, so let's get started. So just so we have space, go ahead and fold all your blankets in those little square shapes like this. Set all your props on them in front of your mat. That way everything is organized and that way it's not in the way of anyone else or me. <laughs> so we're good, yeah. And then uh, let's uh, start in a child's pose. So come onto your hands and knees with your big toes touching. Knees apart so that you can sit back on your heels and bring your head to the floor or a block if your butt pops up if your head comes all the way down. And then just bend your arms, resting your elbows on the floor. Hands are somewhat close together. And then just focus on your breath. Guide your breath into your back. Softening the muscles along your spine and letting those muscles across your whole back to expand, to let loose of any tension or stress that they may be holding. Stretch your arms forward and come up to your hands and knees and separate your feet. And then as you exhale, round your back, curling your head and tailbone down and under. And as you inhale, arch into a back bend, lifting your head and tailbone up. Exhaling, round your back, lifting out of your shoulders. And inhaling, back bend. Exhaling, round your back. And inhaling, back bend. Exhaling, round. And inhaling, back bend. And then as you exhale, round your back, but lift your left knee up towards your face. So your left leg's off the ground. Think of your forehead and knee trying to touch. Then as you inhale, back bend, lift that knee up behind you bent, keeping your hips level. Then exhaling, round your back, knee comes in again. But really lift your belly up so it's not holding or preventing the leg from lifting. Inhale, back bend, lifting the knee. Exhale, round your back, face and knee come in, and then inhaling, back bend. Keep the knee bent and lifted, but start to turn your left hip up, so you're almost trying to stack your hips, and as you really lift and turn, lean into your left hand and look to your right. So if you could almost see the foot out of the corner of your eye. And then exhale the knee back to the floor. And as you round your back, lift your right leg up towards your face, spreading the toes of that foot. And then inhaling, come into a back bend, keeping the knee bent, hips level. Then exhale, round it in, lifting out of your shoulders. And inhaling, back bend. Exhale, round your back, lifting your belly up toward your back. And then inhaling, back bend. Now keep your back bend, the knee bent. Lift your right hip up, trying to stack the hips, but take the knee as high as you can. Open the toes of that lifted foot, but lean into your right hand, look to the left. So it feels kind of backwards, but breathe. Either way, doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Uh -huh. And then exhale the knee down, round your back. Uh -huh. Someone else is coming in, so if they need to, if you could scoot over. Just, all right, great, awesome. Inhale, back bend. And now keep your arms, your shoulders roughly over your wrist. 
Start circling your rib cage sideways, moving your ribs out to one side, to the ceiling, to the other side, and then under to make a sideways circle. But see if the ribs will really initiate the movement, pressing them out in those directions. And then slow it down and go the other way. The, the basic setup of this is that you're rocking left to right, you're rocking side to side, and you round your back when you get to the one side, you back bend when you get to the other side. So that rocking and back bend and uh, rounding turn into that circle. and then slow it down to a stop and a back bend. Then tuck your toes under. Keep your knees bent this much, but pick your knees up and push your butt back into a really bent knee downward dog. And you can step your feet far back from your hands so you have a, a long stride from the hands to the feet. And then keeping the knees bent, press into your hands, flattening each knuckle and move your butt as far back as you can so much that you feel like your chest would almost lay on your legs. Then keep that press backward, slowly straighten your knees. And as the legs go straight, spin your heels away from each other and reach the heels toward the floor. Then bend one knee and stretch the straight leg heel straight down. And as you reach that heel down, lift your tailbone up. So your low back starts to pull in towards your belly. And then switch legs. Keep your knuckles flat, especially under the index finger. That knuckle really grounded. Now both legs going straight. And then looking forward, bend your knees a bit <clears throat> and walk your feet up to the front of your mat. So you're at the very front with the feet hip width turn your feet so the outside edges are parallel, putting blocks under your hands if you can't touch with straight legs. Thank you. Then keeping your legs straight, slide up to a flat back, coming up onto your legs with your hands, stick your chest out, your butt out to arch your low back, and then exhale, slide back down, relaxing your head and neck. Inhaling, slide up again, flatten your back. And exhaling, fold. Inhale again, slide up, flat back, really lift your tailbone, lift your chest. And exhaling, fold down. Now if you're touching blocks, stay on the blocks. If you're on the floor, stay there. But bend your knees a lot, so it's like you're sitting in a chair but put your weight in the heels, stick your chest and butt out. Then without your feet moving, think of trying to push your heels away from each other, but they're stuck on the mat. So you kind of push out, and as you push out, keep that as you straighten your knees. Keep pushing the heels outward without actually letting them move as you straighten. See if that doesn't take you a little lower. Bend the knees again to that chair pose leg shape. And make sure your heels haven't turned in so that the outsides of the feet are still parallel. Then pressing the heels out like there's walls there. Oh, there's a spot right here. Then straighten the legs again, pushing through the heels like you're trying to spin them away from each other. Good. Bend your knees again, staying on the blocks or floor, lifting your chest. Press the heels out as you slowly re-straighten the legs. Good, then bend your knees back into that chair pose leg shape. Inhale your chest and arms up, sitting into your heels. Then reach behind you, interlace your fingers, roll your shoulders back first, and then stretch your arms as straight as you can go. And open your chest. So turn your hands in a ziplock, uh -huh. and squeeze there, keep your neck long. Perfect. Good, then lay over your bent knees, keeping the arms and shoulders stretching and rolling back. Keep the weight on the heels, and then as you did before, 
Press the heels like they're trying to slide apart and slowly straighten your legs as much as is appropriate. Don't go past the point that's too much. Relaxing your neck. And then re-bend the knees. Inhale the arms up overhead into chair pose. Then reach behind you. Interlace your fingers your weird way, which is simply you switch the notches one set over so the other thumb is on the outside. And shoulders back, arms reach back. Open your chest and then lay over your bent knees. Weight on the heels. And keep the weight on the heels. Press the heels away from each other and then slowly take the legs even one inch straight, doesn't matter how much. But as you straighten the legs, try to lift your tailbone up more and allow your torso to descend toward the floor. And then re-bend the knees. Lift your arms up into chair pose. And then come all the way up to standing, straightening your legs, sticking your butt out, reach up, do a little back bend. And then with straight legs, exhale all the way back to the floor or blocks, standing forward bend. Kneecaps lifted, strong legs. Then inhaling, bend your knees, touch the floor, look forward. Then exhale, step your right foot straight back. Scoot your fingers back in line with your ankle. But take the right foot as far back as you can without the left knee moving from being above your ankle. Then stretch your back leg really straight and turn the back knee inward toward the left. Then draw your chest forward, flattening out your back. Also think of your left hip pulling backward and the right hip pulling forward so the hips are square to the front. And then step forward. And then take the other foot back. So move your feet to the front. Put your blocks out here. That way you have more room. And once the left foot is way back, fingers in line with your ankle. Put your fingers here. Fingertips right here. Now take your left foot way, way back. Draw your chest forward. Turn the back knee in. Think of your butt going down, but your back thigh going up. Chest moving forward. Breathe. And just feel how loose or tight you're feeling today, especially with it being so rainy. But really reach through that back leg, pressing the thigh upward and rolling it inward. Mm -hmm. Good. Good. Downward dog. Stepping back. Feet a little wider than your hips. Again, heels turned out so the outer feet stay parallel. Then bend your left knee. Keep your right heel stretching down. Tailbone lifting up. But lift your left leg up behind you. Bend the left knee deeply and turn your left hip upward, looking underneath your left arm. Press through your hands to take your hips further back. Then exhaling, swing your left foot forward into a lunge. If it doesn't make it, use your hand to help it up. So your ankle is under your knee and your hips are as low as knee level. Then again, stretch the back leg, turn the knee in. Then with your chest lifting forward, put your left hand on your knee. Stand tall on the right fingers and start to twist to your left. As you twist, turn your pelvis so that it's like the right hip is going to kiss the inside of your left leg. And lean your shoulders and head back. Do more of a back bend. And then undo the twist. Back to downward dog. And keeping your left heel reaching down, bend the right knee, stretch or lift the right leg up, bending deeper and twisting higher up. Looking under the right arm. And then exhale, right foot to the lunge. If it doesn't make it, use your hand to pull the foot up. So your hips are down at knee level again. You should be able to see the front wall clearly without having to strain your neck. Then, standing tall on your fingers, right hand on your knee. Keep your back thigh lifting. Start to turn your pelvis to the right. And let that turn ricochet upward and go up your spine, turning your belly and chest. Roll your shoulders and head back, back bending your upper chest. 
But stand tall on those left fingers so that you have height to give the twist more freedom. And then undo the twist. Downward facing dog. Now as you were doing in your standing forward bend, how the heels tried to push out, push the heels out here, but since you don't have the floor to hold them in place, you have to resist the heels from moving out, even though you try to move them out. So there's that self-resistance with that. And as you work that way, pull your low back more in and lift your hips higher. Good, then inhaling the left leg up. Bend and twist that leg upward. Same thing, press your hips up and back. Looking under the left arm, exhale, left foot to the lunge. So your feet have about five feet between them. Then put your back foot flat so your heels are flat on the floor and in line. Your back toes have a slight turn toward the front. And put your left fingertips at the inside of your front ankle. So your arm is against the inside of your knee. Now again, make sure your legs are spread so your butt is not higher than your front knee. If it is, put the back leg further back. And the easiest way is just to kind of wiggle it. Just kind of swivel it backward. Uh -huh. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, right there. Then with your right hand on your hip, Lift your chest and lean back. Uh -huh. Use your arm against your knee to gently press your knee outward toward the left and pull the left hip forward toward the right. If you're really hunched over and really rounded, then you could put a block there or try turning your right hip toward the floor a little bit so your pelvis isn't trying to turn up, just your chest turns up. But lean back like someone pulled your shoulders back and pressed your hips forward. And you should, hopefully will be feeling the inside of your left leg and hip. Good, then very slowly undo the twist back to the floor, downward dog. Part of the way I find that with yoga that people, I, th I see people a lot of times they try too hard, they think too hard and they make things more difficult and complicated than they need to be. So try not to think of the yogic way of doing these moves. If you were a kid, you'd just do them. You wouldn't think about it. You would just kind of create it. So try to get out of your head some and be in your body more and just kind of feel out how to make these shapes. Inhaling, lift your right leg. Bending and twisting upward. Keep the left heel reaching down, but the le other leg is lifting up. Then exhale, bring it forward into the lunge. Use your hand to help the foot up between your hands. So you have a yardstick and a half between your feet. Then put the back foot flat, line up your heels. Then put your right fingertips to the inside of your ankle, so your arms against the inner knee, and bring your other hand to your hip. Then looking at your right knee, see if your right knee and your right hip, see if they're both in line with your ankle, in that same line forward. Probably the right hip is swinging out to the right. So bring the hip in a little, and if it won't come in, no matter what you do, try the left hip to turn it down, see if that'll bring it in. Then use your arm into your knee to press it out, and turn your chest up. As your chest turns, lift it away from your hip, so you're back bending in your chest. But stay up on those right fingertips lightly, so you wouldn't even need the hand there, but it's there for balance. Breathe. Think of scooping the right hip toward the back foot and lifting the chest even more. Breathe. Keep your arm in contact with your knee and roll that left shoulder and elbow back. Good, and then very slowly undo the twist, back to the floor, downward dog. Bend your knees a little bit, and again, keeping with the knees bent, lift your tailbone, pulling your low back towards your belly. Then keep that pull straight in your legs without rounding your back. Keep the low back inward. And then inhale, bring your shoulders over your wrists for an upper push-up. 
Round your low back. Use your abs to stabilize your core, to stabilize the middle. Then if knees up is fine, do that, or knees on the floor, but lower yourself all the way down to your belly, bending your arms in towards your sides. Good. Once you land, interlace your fingers behind your back. Just like we did in that bent knee standing forward bend, roll your shoulders back, shoulder blades squeezing together, then work the arms only as straight as the shoulder blades will stay close. Then lift your legs and your chest and head all up. As you lift, keep your head up, but tilt your head so your chin looks at your chest, so your neck is longer on the back. And spreading your toes, open your legs so that they're as wide as your mat, but turn your knees so they look toward each other. And then exhaling, lower it down. Interlace your weird way behind your back. So the other thumb is on the outside, just feels weird. And then shoulders back, shoulder blades in. Stretching the arms, lift your legs and chest back up. Feet as wide as your mat, knees straight, but kneecaps turning to look toward each other. Neck long on the back. Worry about straight knees rather than how high can I lift the legs. Soft breath through your nose. And then exhaling lower down. Place your hands by your chest under the elbows. And then press up to hands and knees, using your belly to stay strong in your core. And then tuck your toes downward dog. Deep breath in and out through your nose. Good. Then again, inhaling, lift your left leg up. Bend and twist up. And then exhaling, bring it forward into a lunge. Then turn your feet to the right. Now, if you used a block when you were in standing forward bend, take your block with you. But turn your feet to the right, walking your hands with you. So you're in a wide-legged standing forward bend shape. So the heels are on the same line. You could move them back onto the long edge of your mat if you want. But just make sure they're in line. And then legs are, feet are about five feet or more apart. Turn your heels out, toes in. So there's a, it's visibly pigeon-toed and it feels that way. And then be up on your fingertips. Come up on the blocks and get your back a little flatter. Yeah, that's it. Now, once you're on your fingertips or blocks, feet are turned toward each other. So, I mean, really a visible turn. Like if you had an artist look at your feet, you would see it in the drawing. Then bend your knees a little bit, but stay up on your fingers. Keep your knees bent, but like in down dog and in standing forward bend. Think of trying to push the heels away from each other, but they don't move. And as you try to push, lift your tailbone up, draw your low back into your belly, but look up, straight arms, straight arms. Lift up. You should see me, hopefully, try to see me easily. So really lift so the low back dips. Then keep pushing the heels outward. Slowly straighten your knees by drawing upward. Straighten the legs by pressing the hips higher not the knees pushing back. Then keep this feeling going. Bend your right knee. Lean into your right heel, but let your butt really stick backward and lean back. So you feel the inside of your left leg probably stretch. And then shift it to the other side. Bending the left knee, right knee straight. Lean into your left heel like someone's pulling your hips toward the left and backward behind you. Really keep the tailbone and chest lifted. And then go to the right again. These are called prasarta lunges or wide-legged lunges, kind of rocking back. Go to the left. And then come back to center. Keep your legs as is, straight and strong. Fold down just as much as you want for a brief forward bend. And then inhale it back up to your fingers. Bend your knees. 
spin your feet back to the front. And then back to downward dog. Then inhaling, lift your right leg up, bend and twist. And then exhaling, bring it forward to the lunge and spin your feet to the left, bringing your block with you if you were using it before. Same setup, just going from the other side and for a little change of scenery. Turning your toes in, heels out, spread your legs. It should not be easy to be in this position, meaning you couldn't hold this position for long periods of time without struggle. So you want the legs split fairly wide, but not so wide you're fl almost going to flatten yourself to the floor. All right, lift up on your fingertips. Bend your knees a bit. Draw your low back in, your chest forward. And bring your feet a little closer, so I think it's a little too wide. So come in even more. Then straighten your legs from the heels trying to push out. Then lifting up onto your fingers, chest lifted, tailbone lifted. Bring your right fingertips directly under your forehead, which are f is forward than where the fingers started. They were under the shoulders, so you have to go forward with the right fingers. Put your left hand on your hip. Then bring your shoulder over the wrist of that right hand. And then lifting your chest up, really lift. Lean your weight into your left leg and start to turn your pelvis to the left and twist your belly to the left so that the pelvis on the back, if you were to put a bouncy ball on the back of your pelvis, it would roll down the right leg. But as you twist, back bend, so you keep that vertical right arm. Then as you continue this, bend the left knee a little bit. And as you bend the left knee, lean back more, so the chest is turning, but the knee is bending, so you're getting that inner, left, or inner right thigh stretch as well. Good, then re-straighten that left leg and then switch the hands. Put the left fingers exactly where the right ones were. Right hand on your hip. Remember the left fingers are under your face, which is probably off your mat, even if you're on the block, it's forward. Then lift your chest higher. Then lean your left shoulder over the wrist. Then press your weight to the right foot and start to turn, turning your pelvis gently inching your way deeper into the twist, rolling your right shoulder up and back, ears roll back with the shoulders, but turn the pelvis, so it's like your left pelvic bone is going to touch the inside of the right leg, and then bend the right knee a little bit, squatting into it, so you weight the heel of that side, lift and turn more. The twist feels stuck. See if you lift higher on the fingers, the, the twist will go deeper. And then straighten the right leg, maintaining your twist. And then slowly undo the twist, keeping the leg strong and steady, fold down once more for Prasartapadottanasana again. Kneecaps lifted so that you no one could wobble those kneecaps side to side if they tried. And then come back up to your fingertips. Bend the knees, spin back to the front, and then to downward facing dog. Inhale, upper push up. Knees up or down, and exhale, lower down. When you land, land your chest at the same time as your hips, keeping your elbows into your sides. Then spread your feet as wide as your mat. Toes pointed back, but knees turned in. Then with your hands under your elbows, shoulders back, elbows squeeze back, and start to press your hands and feet to straighten the arms coming up into cobra. Roll the shoulders behind you so that the inside of the elbows start to turn more forward. But the inside knuckles of the hands, the inner, inner hand knuckles, flatten. The index one will be the most stubborn. It'll want to pop up on you. And then drawing your belly in, come up to hands and knees. Tuck your toes, downward dog. Then as you inhale, lift your left leg. Bend and twist up. As you exhale, bring it forward into a lunge. 
All right. You may hate me after this one, if you don't already. Bring your back knee down to the floor. Keep the back toes tucked under, though. Scoot the back knee as far back as you want to go, but the front shin bone stays vertical. Knee above ankle regardless. But you can move the right knee as far back as you want to get lower. All right? Now, move your fingers to the inside of your front leg. And kind of turn your chest so it's in a slight, slight diagonal to the right. So that means you're facing kind of this front right corner of the room. Walk your hands that direction a foot or so. And then see if you can lower down onto your elbows. And as you do that, the front knee bends more. Not straighten the front knee, but bend the front knee deeper as you come down. If elbows is too ambitious, then you walk your hands as forward as you can, bending them as much as you can in that direction. Once you're there, hang your head. Now the most difficult elbow will be the left one. It'll be the stubborn one. The way to get that elbow down is to think of twisting your chest and belly to the right and pressing that elbow toward the floor. And that should bring more weight to it. Now imagine your hips have such, like somebody put heavy weights on your hips that they cannot lift. With the back toes staying tucked, push your right heel straight back to straighten your knee, but the hips stay where they are as much as possible. So now you're in a deep lunge. And by the sound effects, I'm guessing, you found it. And bring the back knee down again. Come back up onto your fingers, placing your fingers to both sides of your front leg. Point your back foot this time, but move the back foot just an inch or two out to the right without the knee moving. The knee stays where it is, but you just do that. So the pelvis will turn. You move that leg out a little. Then, pressing through your feet, place your hands on your front knee, and as you bend it more, bring your chest up into the low lunge, Anjaneyasana. Then reach your arms behind you, interlace your fingers. Let gravity do the work of taking the hips down, but scooping your belly in and up, shoulders back, arms reach back. Resist the urge to straighten the arms if the chest sinks and the shoulders slouch. Roll back even if the arms stay bent. Breathe. Soft breath. And then exhaling, release straight down onto your fingertips. Back toes tuck, lift the knee. Then, coming onto your blocks, if you have two or one block you can put on the inside, straighten your front knee, which will feel like such a relief. But keep your hips turned to the front evenly, meaning the right hip is turning forward and down, the left one back and up. Be up on your fingertips, even if you're on the block. And draw your heart forward. Back heel is still in the air. Both hands on the support of the blocks or the block. Does this not feel better than what you were in? Like it is a nice relief. All right, bend the front knee back to down dog. Then with an inhalation, raise your right leg up. Bend and twist. Exhaling, bring it forward into the lunge. Once your right foot is in the lunge, shin bone vertical, back knee comes down. Then scoot the back knee as back as you want, which will take you deeper into the pose, but keep the back toes tucked under. So you're on the ball of your foot, not just the toes. Then come to the inside of your front leg, come out in a slight diagonal to the left, then walk forward in that diagonal a little bit, and then bend the knee more as you come down onto your elbows, or as close as you can. Resist the urge to lean weight on the elbows. You could imagine if the elbows weren't there, but you were hanging down that direction. The feet still have weight. And breathe. Press into both feet. Press into what's touching the floor. And a way to actually go a little deeper in this is to imagine you're going to pull the right foot as you dig the right heel to the ground, try to pull that heel backward as if it's trying to slide toward the back of your mat. And as it tries to do it, bend the knee forward. And that'll pull you more into the pose. Then keeping the back toes tucked, 
Hips stay where they are. Press the left heel back to straighten the knee. And stay low. And breathe. Relax your neck and head. It won't help you lift your hips or leg. But keep the weight in the right foot. Don't lean all into the arms. And then lightly bring the left knee down again. The right shin bone is still vertical, so adjust it if it's changed. And then come up under your fingers on both sides of the leg. With the back foot pointed, move the left foot to the left, about an inch or so, so you turn the hips more forward. Then don't let that change. Place your hands on your front knee. Press it deeper into a bend as you lift your chest. Watch that your hips don't twist, but that they turn forward. Pull the right hip back, left hip forward. And as you lift your chest up, reach behind, weird interlace. Shoulders back first, then reach the arms as much as you can. Think of sticking your butt out behind you a little bit and lift your chest higher. Soften your breath. Make the corners of your eyes and your mouth to soften and relax. And then as you exhale, release lightly back to the floor. Tuck the back toes under, lift that knee, come on your blocks if you need them. Looking forward, straighten the front leg without the hips twisting. Into Parshvottanasana. Left hip bone turned down, right one turned up. If your back is hunched and rounded like this, then you need the blocks. This will actually put risk on your back from being hurt or injury. But if you use a block, both hands are on it. If you only have the one block, you just put it on the inside of your leg, inside of the foot, wide, so you can touch it that way. Press your front foot like a gas pedal, and as you press it down, stretch the leg upward into the hip. Lift the hip more on the right. And then bend the knee, downward dog. Then inhaling, upper push-up. Exhaling, lower all the way to your belly. Knees up or down on the way down. Once you land, point your feet. Spread the feet mat width. Knees in, hands under the elbows. Then shoulders roll back and toward each other. Elbows roll back and toward each other. Keep the elbows as tight against your sides as possible and then start to come up to cobra. Watch that the elbows don't pop out, but that they stay in. Mm -hmm. Then squeeze your shoulder blades closer to your back, into your spine. Good, then belly in, hands and knees. Tuck your toes, downward dog. All right, bending your left knee a little bit. Flex your left foot, but lift your foot off the floor. Lift your left foot up a bit. Foot flexed means it's the total opposite of point. Now move your left knee out to the left, but bring your left foot forward. So your knee's turning out, foot's turning up. All right, that's not working. Bend your knee out, bring your foot up. So your foot comes towards your hands, the knee points out to the side. Now keep the knee wide, foot's toward the middle of your mat, knee's toward the side of your mat. I don't know any other English words for that. Then swing your leg forward, land the side of your foot on the floor, then the knees come down, pigeon lunge. Mm -hmm. Many of you are doing this weird thing. Knee out, foot in, foot up, right? So your knee is wide, wider than your hip. With the back toes tucked, turn the back knee in toward the left, and as you do, pull the hips to twist toward the left. So the left hip goes back, right one forward. So the left buttock won't be on the floor for most of us until we're in another life. Right? Then scoot your hips as back as you want. Then come down to your elbows once you're there. So see this knee? So this is the one you were confused before. So yes, you can. And rest your forearms on the floor, hang your head. Now put your hands there. Now tuck those toes on the back foot, tuck under. Mm -hmm. Now place your hands by you, straight arms. Now lift your hips just a bit up. So lean into your hands. 
Straight arms, straight arms, so straight arms. Yep. Mm -hmm. Now push down, lift your hips up off the floor like you're going to get up. So like, so push, lift your hips up this way. Mm -hmm. Like, not exactly. And swing this knee out there. That's all it is. It's just the knee looks more out to the side. And then come down to your elbows. See, it's not as complicated. Pressing through the back foot. Squeeze your hips a little more down. Then place your right hand. Take your right hand and hold your left knee. Like, get a good grip on it. So right hand, left knee. Right hand is the right hand. Left knee is the left knee. Hold, it's opposite hand to knee. Put the left hand on the left thigh, which is not your hip. That's a different body part. Then, with your right elbow on the floor, lift out of your shoulder so you're not sinking. Pull on your knee gently as you press into your thigh and now twist to the left. Remember how he did the lunge earlier? You pressed the knee and you twisted. Same idea, turning your pelvis a bit. So it's not flat on the back, but the right side's a little down. Uh -huh. And as you twist, think of rolling your left hip out and down toward the floor and your left shoulder up and back. So the distance between your left hip and shoulder increases. And if, basically, if you don't feel the stretch in the left buttock increase, then you're doing the reverse. Breathe. Back bending your chest. So use this hand here to try to bring this hip down that way. So you almost have to lean that way. Now back bend. Feel the difference? Yep. Yep. It's pretty obvious, huh? Good. Now, if you want to really crank it up, bend your back knee. Hold the baby toe side of the foot with your left hand. And if you get that far, kick your foot back and back bend your chest. Leaning your left hip out toward the left and down, chest going up and back. And you'll feel things you probably never felt unless you've done this pose before. Yeah, release the foot if you were holding it. Place your hands just like you did to come down into the pose. Tuck the back toes. Pull your belly in. Lift everything straight up and slip back to down dog. Then once you're there, bend the right knee out to the side. Flex your foot and then swing your foot forward so you land it not pointed but flexed as much as you can. But swing the knee out to the right so it lands wider than your hip. So you're trying to stay on the edge of the foot. Knee pointing way out to the right. Then tuck the back toes, knee in. Turn the hips. To turn the hips, think of pulling your leg bones into the hip sockets. And as you pull in, turn more forward. Then scoot your hips as much back as you want. And come down to your elbows. And relax your head and neck. Just sink into your shoulders. And breathe. And now walk your left hand over to hold your right knee. Right hand on the right thigh. Now your hand on your thigh is to keep the thigh as close to the floor as possible. It's almost like you're anchoring that thigh down. Now lift out of your left shoulder so you're not sinking into it. Pull on your knee gently. Press into your thigh to keep it down. And now start to twist. So in essence, what you're doing is, is the leg bone stays level, but you're turning the pelvis away from the leg. Does that make sense? So if the leg is hooked into the hip, when you turn the pelvis, you're pulling the pelvis away from the leg bone, which will increase the stretch. And roll your right shoulder up and back. Then those of you who bent the back knee, bend it, hold the outside of the foot, which is the baby toe side. And once you have that, gently kick back, and back bend backward, leaning your right hip to the right, chest leaning back toward the left. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, now walk over to this side with your hand. Mm 
Then flex the toes back, open the toes, kick back, and open your chest more. Both shoulders roll back if you're doing the kicking portion. Breathe. Clenching your jaw won't help you make the pose any more delightful. One more breath. And then release the leg back out. Now just to be nice, plop over on your right hip, swing your left leg forward. How are we doing, or should I ask? <laughs> all right, take your, uh, your blankets. This, you have all your props, you can put them near the back, but fold your blank, have your blankets since they were folded this way, at least one of them, but find the most even corner, put that on your mat so that the corner looks straight ahead, and then sit on it. So when you sit on the corner, sit so your buttock bones are on the blanket, but your leg bones will be off of it. That's why the, the V-shaped corner is helpful. And then just bend your knees so your feet are flat. All right, now take your right foot underneath the left and bring it back so that the knee points straight ahead. Now, just bend the left knee back toward you. Don't cross it. That's actually not the best thing you can do for your back but put the foot inside like this, but not to, so close into you that it rounds your back a lot. So your foot may need to be forward so you can sit up, okay? Now wherever you are, hold the uh, right, left knee with your right hand. Just kind of hold the outside. I like holding the shin so I'm not yanking on the knee. Put the left fingertips right up behind your hips, bent elbow. Then draw your back in. And this is where it's kind of fun. Your hand is not there to pull but it's there to hold the leg where it is. It's to brace it. Now start to exhale, keeping your lifting in your chest. Turn your pelvis toward the left, and you'll feel the right knee slide forward with you, but you hold the left knee in. Does that feel different than a normal twist you might do this way? Because you can yank with your hand, you can pull the knee and try to twist, but here you're holding the knee in place and using the pelvis to create the twist which is a lot safer. But lift upward through your chest. And then undo the twist. Now just the foot, the right foot, bring it forward a bit so it's not up under the hip anymore. Now cross this leg over. Flexing the left foot, let the left knee fall open down toward the floor. You'll have to maybe move the leg a little. But try to keep your ankle off the edge of your knee just slightly because you want the foot to stay flexed, not the bottom of your foot turned up. Now, for some of you, this is like way too intense. So if you can't keep the knees like still up here, then what I want you to do is to put the right foot flat, hands behind you like this, and try to sit up and a little forward. But if your left knee is coming down a little bit, at least you know, lower than your shoulders, then with your hands next to you, use your fingers to start tipping your pelvis forward to come forward. The bottom leg can be under the left knee. That's where it starts to go eventually. So if you want more stretch, move it forward. This is called fire log, Agni Stambhasana. And the, the, you look like a stack of logs with your legs. But go only to the point that is not too much. It's just enough. Don't do it right, because mm -hmm. I can go all the way down. Mm -hmm. Bring this foot more under this knee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And flex this foot nicely. Yep. And if you get really a, or a Gumby, you can come down all the way and put your elbows on the floor in front. If you can go that far, you can just press the elbows into the shins, and as you press back, draw your chest forward, sticking your butt out. This one is not a pose that will come quickly for most of us. So have no judgments about how far you've gotten so far. And then slowly sit back up. 
to unwrap the legs, slide the knees toward the sides of the room, so you bring the soles of the feet together, and then leaning back, bring the knees up together, feet walk out, and then left leg comes under first, the left knee is forward, right foot comes in, left hand on the knee, or on the shin, right below the knee, other fingers behind you, then lift your low back in, now keep your legs steady so that from the the whole right leg is in one line. Then turn your pelvis, turning the left knee forward. Turning the left pelvis forward. Back bending more through the back. Lifting the low back, lifting the chest, shoulders back. Keep the right arm a little bent to help free up the right side of the chest to turn. the left elbow lifted out so it's up almost shoulder level and then firm the shoulder blades against your back. Release the left thigh down though. Don't let the left knee lift but let it stay heavy. And then undo the twist. Bottom leg slides forward halfway to being straight across. Cross the right ankle and then with the foot flexed, let the right knee come down. Unless you did that alternative that does the same thing. Then fingertips beside your hips. Draw in from the low back. Feet flexed. Slowly hinge forward. Letting the thigh bones descend. The hip creases to hollow. And the pelvis to tip forward. But again, don't go past what's doable. Yes, mm -hmm. I bend that left knee. So this leg like that. And let this foot flex a bit. Mm -hmm. Just like that. And put your hands up behind you. Turn your fingers back. Mm -hmm. And then think of trying to back bend, like lean back that way. Uh -huh. And just think of trying to rotate this hip out. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Breathe. Another breath or two here. And then slowly come back up. And just as before, slide your knees to the sides to bring the soles of your feet together. Knees open into what's called Baddha Konasana, the bound angle. Hold your ankles or you can put your fingers behind you. You can hold ankles, feet are there. And then draw your low back in. Let your legs become heavy and start to tip your pelvis forward to hinge forward. Now you may not go very far. So if your knees are way up t higher than your hips, you could scoot your feet forward to help with this a bit. And you might also, it may just be helpful to put your fingers behind you and work getting your low back to come in as the, the prerequisite. This is one of those poses you do not want to force because the force will only go into the knee and cause the knee to receive whatever force you create. and then very slowly come back up. Lean back, supporting the knees on the outside to bring them together. Stretch your legs forward. And then scoot off of your blanket. All right, keep your one blanket as is. Take your second blanket and have it in this starting fold. And fold it over the long sides over once. So you make this rectangle shape. 
then you're going to place this rectangle blanket set up. Put it on your mat like this so that the back edge is at the edge. Fold your square blanket and throw it over this back edge so that it's on that stack, but it's on it's with the fold forward. Then you're going to sit in front of the blanket setup. Now before you lie back, you're going to lie back so that your butt's on the floor, torso supported, neck and head is on that square blanket. But you're going to cross your legs Indian style. So you're just going to do simple cross legs. So your feet are under the opposite knees. And you're going to do that to each side. So each leg will be in front. All right. So you're going to take five, maybe five breaths for each cross. And I'll let you time that with your breath. But you're going to do those leg positions. Then feet together, knees open in bound angle. So you're like the butterfly. Then you stretch your legs out. So you're going to do Indian style both sides, bound angle, and then legs out straight. So go ahead and lie back, get the legs crossed, and adjust your shoulder blades into your chest so that your chest is open. The back of your neck is a little longer than the front so that the forehead is slightly tilted toward the chest. You can let the arms rest on your hands on belly or out to the side. But about five breaths for each leg variation. Just allow each breath to slow down. When the legs are stretched out, have the feet as wide as your mat and the arms open away from your body with the palms looking up. And just wherever you end up in that relaxation pose shape, the Shavasana, just let yourself feel heavy. One of my favorite ways to do Shavasana is to, with the breath, allow my body to become really heavy with each exhalation, feeling as though gravity is really grounding me. Sometimes in life we feel like we're spacey and not very grounded. And so this grounding feel of Shavasana, just let the exhales with gravity create that heaviness as if your body is becoming more dense. But once you find that sense of heaviness, that density, you can start either just working with seeing the tension in your body. You can work with visualizing the tension in your life, the stresses, and that with each exhale, gravity squeezes, filters out, dissolves all that tension, 
on whatever level. And with each of those exhalations, as that tension dissolves, the inhalation brings in a sense of lightness. And you can just feel that heaviness becoming lighter with each breath in. Or you can just wait until you feel you've just squeezed everything out. You've dissolved as much as you can dissolve in this moment. And once that's complete, then work the inhales as a way to bring lightness. But it works best if you're visualizing and feeling whatever that junk is that's been collected in your body or in your nervous system, in your mind, or in your heart. Allowing all that does not serve a purpose for your life to let go.
breath in. Begin to wiggle your fingers and your toes. And then slide your arms overhead and reach through your arms and through your legs. And then relax. And then pressing your lower back against the blanket toward the floor. Bend your knees one at a time. And on an exhalation, roll off your blankets onto your right side. And then use your arms to slowly come to sitting and bring your hands together in front of your heart. Bow your head. Namaste.